The following is a fourth-hand production. Men with black suits, identical faces, pale skin, no body hair, and abnormally large eyes who are always warning people to keep their mouth shut. Cold, sinister, described as almost inhuman. No, it isn't your weird uncle with alopecia. It's the Men in Black. And it's next on Hysteria 51. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Welcome to Hysteria 51. Come inside our secret hideaway as we talk conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Now, here are your hosts, Brent Hand and John Goforth. All right, hello everyone and welcome to Hysteria 51. I'm your host, Brent Hand, as usual with me every week. We got John Goforth and uh, we got a special guest this evening. Now, Brent, hold on. Um, we are doing Men in Black tonight. Is our special guest Tommy Lee Jones? Unfortunately, unfortunately, it's not. Is it the pug from Men in Black? He actually was too expensive also. At one point in time, I actually did get confused for Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys do look quite a bit alike. So, uh, we got a special guest with us this evening. A uh, buddy of ours from college. We've known him for years. Tyler Garrison. What's up, Tyler? Great to be here, guys. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, Mr. Garrison. Mr. Ga- Mr. Garrison. So maybe not like that. <laughs> we are excited to have him, uh, as John uh, stated, and as you probably know from the intro, we are talking about the Men in Black this evening. Uh, I'm excited. Are you guys? Yeah, no, pumped. I feel like this is becoming going to become a theme in the show. So before this was our topic, the most I knew about the Men in Black really was from the movies. Every time I come to John with a topic, I go, "Here's a conspiracy. We're going to talk about this." He goes, "I don't." see how you're ever going to find any information on that. And then the next day he calls me and goes, holy fuck. There's a lot of information on that. A lot of conspiracies. So There were so many YouTube videos <laughs> and they're so poorly produced. And if you're like me, like you, you sat down and you're like, I'm going to watch YouTube videos on men in black. And then like four hours later, you're watching like a clown light shit on fire. And you're like, what have I done? <laughs> what is the YouTube algorithm yeah. that took me from where I was to where I am. <laughs> so uh, you ended on Celine Dion, which I found odd. I always end on Celine Dion. Oh, she likes okay. it. I always end on that monkey that pees in his own mouth. It's just, it's on loop on your computer. Uh, tonight, our show's brought to you by, for me at least, I'm drinking Budweiser. Bud, Bud Light. I don't want to church it up. I'm sorry. Tyler, what you got over there? The Silver Bullet Man. Your Coors Light. Coors Light. You got evening. the train going down? Absolutely. John's our cider. Aficionado. Yeah, I'm doing cider again, but this time I'm doing a pear cider. It's called Ace Perry Hard Cider. What's the verdict? It's really good. Uh, I'm I've actually become a fan of the pear ciders. I've never had it. I don't even like pears, so I'm probably out. Yeah, I, I suppose that'd be true. I be though, the, uh... though, I in in pear ciders defense, I, I doubt you're a, much of a malter and a barley guy on its own, right? But yeah. when put together and I'm, fermented, I, that's that is true. So and hey. chances are you probably haven't tasted a pear cider. That is true too. You know, don't judge a book by its pear name. I guess right by its. Skin? It's a pair of skin? <laughs> so, if you hear us slurring and sounding stupid, you can blame it on those things. So, uh, without further ado, Men in Black. Uh, John, why don't you give us a quick like elevator pitch? What's what's the world outside of Tommy Lee Jones and, and Will Smith movies? like? What's the 411 on the Men in Black? 
So we will go to one of the most reputable sources on the internet, the Villains Wiki. Um, <laughs> it's where I get all of my information on villains. Here are the men in black according to them. Villains question mark, right? I well, uh, I suppose in this case, yes. Men in Black are an evil organization, according to UFO culture and conspiracy theories. Although they have become noticeably less popular, due in part to the modern image of Men in Black being positive ever since the film and of the same name came out, which portrayed them as heroes rather than villains. That really must have angered this wiki. (laughs) (laughs) No, you guys don't get it. (laughs) They had to add this. Uh, Men in Black are said to be related to organizations such as the Majestic 12 and the New World Order. Their main role in every incarnation is to suppress the public knowledge of alien visitation. I feel very suppressed. (laughs) Although seldom violent, men in black are often said to be alien or mechanical in mannerism and often arrive at homes of those who have publicly talked about aliens or UFOs, intimidating them or asking uncomfortable questions before disappearing. Uh, One other thing to note, it's it's, like my grandma. (laughs) A bit, a bit. So really what we got to do is we got to start talking publicly about seeing aliens and then the men in black will show up. You know, supposedly. Yeah, well, you know, that's there, there's two other things I was going to mention that weren't on this wiki. One, there's two types of people they target. The first being those who go come forward publicly with actual instances that they um, either witnessed a UFO or an alien sighting. The second being those that research UFO and alien sightings. And, and you know, the the other thing that that I would point out is while intimidating are never violent. In any of the any anything you can find, they never hurt anyone. They might threaten. They threaten to, to hurt, hurt people, but folks, yeah, right. maybe they're just really lazy. <laughs> I, I imagine that probably coming and threatening our group could maybe change some of that. They might, you don't know. Well, you know, the other thing that's that said is if you publicly talk about them, that's the best way to get a visit. Uh, I really hope that this podcast will be heard by scores of people. So really what um, you're saying is, is just by inviting me here, you guys have put me in danger? You, your wife, and your unborn child. I'm in. <laughs> Perfect. Cheers. Yeah, how about that? So uh, uh, A few other things to note, yeah. uh, just like uh, things that I've picked up along the way. And I, I mean, what I, obviously, what else do you guys have? They always wear black suits. They never identify themselves, mm-hmm. right? If they do, I think I read they might give you a white card with a, a symbol on it, and this is security. Yeah. Um, I knew uh, a guy like that once in college. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he identified himself as security as he popped some guy's eye out. Oh, well, shit. And he worked for you, which was weird. <laughs> um, they're also known for extensive interrogation. Literally, they talk people's ears off. They... Nothing ever happens. They just will sit there for 12 hours with you and ask you the same questions over and over again. And, and they're pretty much all the time. Their main, the main thrust of what they say is keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut. They are annoying. They never go through with anything they say and, um, they make idle threats. That's kind of the, the gist of the men in black and they always wear black and they usually have a black suit. Black hat and many times black trench coat, even in hot weather. I think it said in, in a few that I was reading. Don't, yeah, black hat, black fedora, fedora, and and generally a black sedan as well. Oh yes, yes, that's the you know that's the the go to the cut and dry of what people say they are. It's something that's been going on for 
like, I don't know, like 70 some years now of at least sightings of them. It all started with a guy named Harold Dahl was the first person who's ever actually uh, ever claimed to have seen a uh, a man in black. First recorded yeah. instance. First on paper. So, Tyler, since you're the newbie, you get to be the, the fresh fish tonight. I Absolutely. I'll run <laughs> once through. Once you run give through us a run through on Harold. Fish! <laughs> uh, it was June 1947 in Washington State, of course. That's where all the crazies come from, right? Wait, no, I thought it was Florida. Florida, yeah. yeah Florida. Okay. Maybe in 47. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe in 47, they were, they were you know nuts what? out there. Florida was a late bloomer, but they came on strong. <laughs> if the next sentence is, and we saw the men in black eating someone's face, <laughs> then I'll give it to you. No, that was yeah. Washington. Sorry, Harold Dahl. Sorry. Harold Dahl. Uh, it was the first ever recording. It was right before the Roswell and right after the Operation High Jump. I don't actually know what Operation High Jump was. I didn't prepare myself. That's okay. Probably. We have a, a another episode dealing with Operation High Jump. You can go and listen to it. And I will educate yourself. What can I check it out on the podcast? Yeah, it's a, uh, of course you can. Why wasn't I invited to this before? <laughs> uh, he was boating in Puget Sound. He saw six donut-shaped objects in the sky. The craft dropped molten debris that killed his dog and injured his son. He took photos. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to interrupt there. So there's there's six donut shaped UFOs in the sky. Mm-hmm. One spontaneously poops. One, one one dumps its Kim toilet. Yeah. It somehow it, it, <laughs> and and there were varying reports on whether it was actually it, it broke up and if it like a plane or, might actually break up in air. It broke up in air, but either way, it rained. Scantily dri- uh, clothed man in a open robe said. Merry Christmas, shitter's full. <laughs> Flying over. I actually think a guy with a mullet found that debris, put it in a little red wagon, and like drug it halfway across the country. Put some ketchup on it, eating something. Eating some fries off it. Sorry. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Snakes and spots. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Uh, uh, Howard. Howard, Howard, Howard. He, uh, it killed his dog. It killed his dog. Can you believe it? I don't know what kind of dog. I'd fuck somebody up if yeah, they killed my dog. That's how you start exactly. an intergalactic war. Kill someone's dog. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, say what you want about my mom. Kill my dog, I'm all fuck you up. <laughs> Anyways, he said he took some photos of it, but the men in black fogged over the photos a few days after this happened. I, I, I also read that part and didn't really understand it. So you... Think about it. It's 1947. So oh. you, you, you've got your film in your old school camera. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that t- was still you, back with like... Yeah, I was going to say, you know, some guy's holding it up. Oh. It's not 1847. Yeah, well, um, I don't fucking know. Yeah, so, fucking Polaroids? What the fuck? Was no, it it's, just a, it's just a big camera that goes click. Okay. And <laughs> so he took, he took photos and <laughs> he goes to get these photos developed and they're clouded over. I would assume 63.5% of all photos taken in 1947 were clouded over. <laughs> and it was probably operator error. Howard probably wasn't a very good pro- but photographer. He, let's say for a moment that they were perfect photos and they were, in fact, clouded over. How do we know that the men in black did that? Uh, he was assuming, I think. Name one thing that Harold said to you that you don't believe or you can you can call bullshit on. That his dog was killed by an alien you spacecraft? How have you ever had anything bad to say about Harold? so i mean honestly after reading through most of the first half of this it sounds like he went and got wasted and like accidentally killed his dog and beat his son up right get get to the meat of this we 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 kind of skip so go go ahead yeah i mean i I, you know i i gotta get back on subject i guess uh not long after the the sighting he got visited by the men in black no 
He was visited by other governmental agencies. He got visited by the Air Force. That they were gathering information on what he saw. His story got some attention from other law enforcement uh, agencies, the FBI. Yeah, yeah, the FBI actually had um, his claim at this time. It went public and got the attention of the FBI, and they actually opened a case on it. So, I mean, that's kind of they did. They did a report, and uh, I imagine the first time the Men in Black show up, the FBI is probably going to have to try to figure out. Well, they're probably going at that point in time. People say shit. This is 1947 when the government says stuff, or people say the government was involved. You take it seriously and listen to it. It's it's funny you guys mention that. I'm going to interrupt here. I'm not going to tell the whole story, but something happened in Oklahoma City in 1958, and based on that, somebody, a concerned citizen, wrote in to the FBI saying that. This shit happened, and they were visited by the men in black. And apparently, J. Edgar Hoover uh, took a special interest in this case and actually wrote a letter back saying, quote, I'm instructing a special agent at our Oklahoma City office to contact you concerning the matter mentioned. So Hoover had been collecting, like, every periodical and everything he could find on men in black. No shit. Because he was a paranoid son of a bitch. And even did an internal best investigation in 1958 to make sure that it wasn't a U.S. entity. Now, of course, because he's like, I'm the fucking president. <laughs> I don't want anything going on that I'm not, you know, don't have my thumb on. <laughs> I mean, uh, I essentially. Mean, yeah, I mean, he, he kind of ran. I mean, and people say he kind of ran the country. Now, I, I don't know if any of that's true or not, because we don't know if any of this is true. I suppose that's sort of the point of the podcast. But uh, but that goes to what you were saying, I Tyler, about true. about the FBI starting to get involved even back then. Absolutely. Uh, he said that the Air Force and the FBI both had contacted him. And then uh, it, later on, he actually claimed that it was all a hoax. He made it up. It was all fake, which yeah. is kind of what I was going with anyways. And then years, years, years later, he comes back and says he made those claims under duress. No, he, yeah, he, it wasn't he, a he hoax. He recounted it was not a hoax. He, he recanted really and then the he truth. recanted the recanting. Absolutely. As you do. Like if you get talked into saying this was all fake and then later on it's like, no, no, I mean. I, I, oh, there's no better way than to be taken seriously than to recant a recantment. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I believe everybody who recants a recantment. From now on, anytime <laughs> I get caught in a lie, yeah. I'm going to just say, all right, you got me. The men in black told me that <laughs> I had to say I had that. to tell you this. Prove I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm so, going to try that on my wife when I get home. I don't. I, I, I don't, don't envy you. Don't try. We're all married. That could be. We could just have another uh, podcast called Horror Stories. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, like good the love that I have in my heart for my wife could fill an entire I was about to say, she's probably going to listen to this before anyone else will. Yeah. 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 So love you, baby. Tyler, hit us with uh, Jack Robinson. Jack Robinson in 1968. He was in New Jersey, also full of crazies. Maybe not as much as Florida as you guys mentioned, but. Well, crazies and and mobsters. You hope so. Uh, He was actually a UFO researcher. And as you said before, the researchers were actually as visited by the men in black as people who actually said they saw right, sightings, right? right? Uh, he and his wife, Mary, had a men in black standing across the street from their apartment for three days. They returned. They figure because he was a UFO researcher, that's what he's doing out of his yeah, house. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So okay. they're standing across yeah. the street, staring at the house or I know, smoking yeah. cigarettes. I mean, I watched X-Files. I saw that guy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, Don't forget Fringe. Did you watch Fringe? 
I didn't watch no, Fringe. I I oh man, you it. guys fucked up. And th- there's a there's a large contingent of Men in Black ish type of characters oh, in really? Fringe. Yeah, and Pacey's in it. I, I I watched the first part of the first Pacey season from from Dawson's yeah. Creek. Fr- from Dawson's Creek. Oh yeah, Joshua Jackson. I would man, never never ever talk about Pacey you, guy. Wow, he did fuck his teacher though, so that you know works out right. Well now. Everyone hey, he's under, doing better than James Vanderbilt. Num, now oh, everyone course. under 18 fucks their teacher, and their teachers are hot. It's crazy. This Where the fuck were the hot, <laughs> willing-to-fuck teenage boy teachers when I was in God's school? Not in central Illinois. When no. I was, Wait, not did at you all. just ask where the teenage boy teachers were? No. That, well, I mean, okay. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in there, too, but... I'm just saying, where were the hot fucking blonde get, big titty teachers how, that wanted to fuck everybody? How did we get from there's a guy in a black suit smoking cigarettes staring at a married couple to big titty hot teachers? Because I just want to write it down. So we always I want to visit that again. I I blame the alcohol, sir. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so, okay, he was, uh, the the men in black were standing across the street three days. I don't know why it took the guy three days to decide to go do something about it, but what he did is he called his friend. Friend came over, took a picture, and actually that's the first picture taken of the men in black. Yeah, uh, it's the Timothy Green Beckley photo. Before before that, there's one, you guys missed one other point. From what I read, he also said his apartment got tossed. So, yeah, and I believe that's in. Like FBI style for the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I like, missed that. Part. Like in the movies where they, you know, you, you come back to your apartment. They left it's for all a while. The the man in black's there. They come back. He's still there. They go in their house and it's been ransacked. Yeah, I, I imagine and all of their probably- porn was missing. 1968 porn. 68 porn, porn. It, you know it, it was really hairy yeah, that is true. <laughs> and, and that you is probably true. didn't see very much <laughs> but what you saw yeah. was 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 loud and, and villainous and villainous and villainous if you look online actually you can look up the uh, timothy green beckley photo just google that and it's got a picture of a man in a black suit standing against a wall you assume it's black because it's black and white photo it could have been gray, navy blue. I've been, That's, a, I've been in a wedding or two, and like, I think you could have taken that picture of me at least a couple of times. 1968, I gotta think, most men were walking around still in suits and shit. This, Fuck, you know? they went to ball games in suits. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta I gotta put on my driving suit, you know? Like, <laughs> like I gotta go get a new pair of, you know, shoes, but I mean, put on my did suit. You, did you ever watch, like, Mad Men? Yeah. You know, Don Draper's dressing down because he's in a sport coat and a tie. Right. So, I mean, maybe, you know, no one wants to be stopped. You know? And of course, I base all of my factual knowledge of earlier decades on AMC TV shows. That's that as well. You should. I mean, you know, Breaking Bad made me feel like a meth head, and I've never touched this stuff. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> I feel like you just went there just to get that on tape. I really did. <laughs> I have so never done crystal methamphetamines. The problem with this story, in my book, is it's coming from a guy who is a UFO researcher. He calls his buddy, who's a UFO researcher. And they just so happen to get a photo of the one guy who's harassing UFO researchers in a grainy. And the guy's not even the focal point in the picture. Like, he's off to the left of the photo. And let's let's just say this about all of the visual. I'm putting air quotes up right now. Evidence Mm -hmm. of the men in black. There aren't any. Listen, I've seen photos from the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Of, like, family members that look just fine, and I can identify exactly who they are, what they're wearing, and what they're doing. Every piece of photographic or video evidence from the 50s up until today is grainy, misshot, cloudy. It's it's very convenient. 
Now, I'm not asking for like HD photos from then, you know, and CCTV still isn't great, but it's just a convenience factor of, of course, these guys. It's hard for me to not be skeptical when it's coming from people that want to be visited, I would assume, by men in black. And if you want, I'm a UFO researcher and I want to be taken seriously. Oh, well, shit. The men in black are knocking down my door. I must be on to something. Hey, everyone, you need to be on uh, listening to what I'm saying and looking into what I'm doing. Do you think we could ever get one of those actual, I want to be taken seriously, UFO researchers on this show? I hope so. Oh, I hope so too. I, you know what? I'm not. I'm, do we have to be nice? I mean, like, like, no, I'm. I'm not. I am 100 percent believe there are aliens. I will tell you that right now. That's not what I'm talking. But about. I don't. I don't. I. I. It's hard for me to take those people seriously that are so goddamn. I imagine like, there are aliens someplace sitting in a room talking about finding aliens on some other planet yeah. on a podcast. Yeah. And the crazy fuckers that think that they saw them, even though they didn't, because they haven't been there yet. Yeah. Like, right. I, yeah. I, listen, I don't want to get off on a rant here. Yeah. I'd like to hear a rant, actually. I 100% believe that there is too much, too much space, too much time, too much stuff out there in the universe to believe that we are completely alone. And, and, you know, to take it a step further, I, I believe in God. I'm a Christian. And I still think it fits into the whole paradigm of that. The, those who God say that created does, the heavens and, and the, the earth. earth. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, kind of presumptuous of us to think, you know, we're the only place that he put life. Well, why, why try to fix perfection, John? <laughs> well, I mean, That's I, when my parents stopped having kids. You know? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I do feel perfect most of the time. <laughs> my point is. I have no problem with the belief that there's life out there. I have a problem with the belief with 95% of the people that say that life is out there and that they've visited them in their home. Um, that's, to me, that's the purpose of being a part of this well, podcast. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I think, I think a bunch of these people are full of shit. Take Tyler, for instance. I know I Tyler's been probed six, seven, eight times in the anus. Not once has he ever claimed it was an alien. Well, there was this one time I don't remember. <laughs> it was times uh, but two Brent did feed you a lot of purple passion that night. All right, we're changing the subject. <laughs> so uh, I actually think it might have been Darvisets and vodka. Sometimes you, sometimes you just gotta, you know, party. Wow, John, why don't you hit us with some stories before you do that? Pass me over that bottle over. All right, here it is. Uh oh, spiller. It's all good. It was empty. Uh, the next one we're going to talk about is Robert Richardson, Ohio, 1967. So Richardson says that he was uh, driving home one night and he literally ran into a UFO. Not like he encountered one, like his car met UFO metal on metal. And uh, so I he did, said, I did that one time, actually, and I had to like pull over to the gas station and throw the keys out the window. No, that was Josh Harris. That was Josh Harris. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Not, Thought sorry. it was my story. <laughs> sorry. It probably wasn't UFO. It was probably another car. <laughs> um, he says he took – so so Robert Richardson, Ohio, 1967, says he uh, – not only did he hit the UFO, but he took home a piece of the uh, of the well, ship. time out. When he hit the UFO, it vanished immediately. That's the key point in that. Okay. Okay. And it only left that – single piece of metal that he took with him. In my extensive research, I missed that uh, bullet point, but I will certainly take your word for it. vanished is the term he used. So the ship vanished, uh, but he did, in fact, take home a piece of metal from the ship, correct? Yes. All right. So a week later, he says that he was visited by the men in black. They asked him simply for the piece of metal. 
Richard, unfortunately, says, listen, man, I'm sorry, but, you know, I already gave that to the lab. I'm getting it tested. And got really angry. And they said, quote, I don't know if you can say quote when you're talking about this kind of stuff, but quote, if you want your wife to stay as pretty as she is, then you better get that medal back. Now, I mean, you know, when does this stuff start a fight? Honestly, because I've already hit like three of these men in black. Yeah. <laughs> Brent, You're right. Yeah. His people were like whistling Dixie. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. No, no, but for real, like you make a, a statement like that and you are standing at my doorstep. I don't know you. You won't. You're not identifying yourself as a government agency, which they didn't. And he said, I believe that he asked them who they were, or who they worked for, and they refused to give him any identification or badges or anything like that. Then go piss off. Like, like, really, how honestly are all the people in these stories that are threatened by these people, small people? Like, I mean, you know, like, how how big is a guy got to be to threaten you, Brent? I mean, you don't have to be big. Anyone can threaten. But like, and you're on my turf. You're at my house. My turf. Like, it's a gang war. (laughs) Yeah. Like the sharks and the jets. You know? <laughs> I actually hope we have a gang war with the men in black here by the end of this podcast. <laughs> so, you know, it's just one of those things. Oh, shit. <laughs> sounds Uh-oh. like somebody's at the door. No, it's just my wife dinners right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's also the one of those things like you think all these guys, well, oh, fuck, you know, they keep saying this shit, but these are the people that came forward if it's true, or these are the people that made it up if it's not true. So who fucking knows? Um, I saw two actual stories about this guy. Like I, I read about this one. And one stated that he was, he was visited by him twice. The first time they came and just asked him questions and he didn't ask if they were with any government agency. He assumed because of the way they presented themselves in the way that they were dressed. Can I, before you give us the other point, can I uh, say one thing? His name's Robert Richardson. Yeah. Could you also call him Bob Dixon? You probably could. Just, just throwing that out there. Kind of right. sounds like a comic book character a little bit. <laughs> it does. All right, Bob. Oh, I'm sorry, Brent, you were saying. <laughs> so Bob Dixon, yeah. So he said the second time they show up, he said the second time seemed foreign and looked like they were wearing makeup. Seemed foreign. Foreign as in they looked like they were Asian descent or something like that. But he thought that maybe that was done with makeup. Because they just looked fake. Isn't that what Donald Trump said about <laughs> a congregation in one of his speeches? Honestly, though, it was 1967, though. Like, back then, everybody looked foreign, probably. Yeah. And <laughs> you just believe people when they show up in your restaurant asking questions. That was before, like, you called. Like, I, I showed up here to see Brent tonight. And I get to the door. And I don't knock. I call him on the cell phone. Like, hey, what's going on, man? I'm at your door. Like back in 1967, you didn't call ahead. You, like people knocked on doors and like showed up and, and just presented themselves who they yeah, actually were. People all the came time. to the door and someone knocked and a kid goes, yay. And you run to the door and then your fucking wife went and started a pot of coffee. Exactly. And you sat down and smoked a pipe with. If the guy. someone rings my bell now, you freak the fuck out. Like, exactly. I, I don't know. Like 90% of the time, if I'm home. I'm in my underwear. <laughs> I drop to the floor and I like actually belly crawl all the way over to the window and like but, peek out to see who the fuck it is. And God forbid it's one of my neighbors. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with them? Yeah. And then you open the door. Oh, so I, I live in a second floor condo. Yeah. And I consistently order from Amazon. And uh, I work from home. My office is at my house. So I'll be in there. I want to work from home. Typing away. And I'll hear the buzzer. And I am stricken with panic. So I'm wearing a t-shirt and boxers 
If I because if I'm on a video meeting, no one knows what I'm wearing on the bottom. You right? don't dress for the job you want, not the one you have. I say next time, drop the boxers, answer the fucking door. <laughs> but that's my point. So like here I, I am. I'm assuming. Dick. I'm assuming it's the Amazon delivery. However, what if it's someone else and I just buzz them up and they're walking to my place right now and I don't have pants on? Party time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like I've seen pornos that start that way. Yeah. They were seen, probably from the sixties. Like I've story. seen horror movies that started that way too, man. <laughs> yep. So here's the other thing that it said in the, about uh, Mr. Richardson here. He sent the medal to a friend who was a UFO researcher, and then these seems men, legit. These men in black show up, and then he never gets the medal back. So let's say pretend for a moment here that this is 100% true. <laughs> We're going to do the Scooby-Doo ending. No, so let's pretend that these that this is true. He sends this to the sky, and all of a sudden, these men in black show up. Who's to say his fucking UFO researcher guy isn't like, we're going to fuck with him and get a name for this because we're going to be the guys he sent the medal to, and we're going to figure this the fuck out. You know, like, <laughs> we're going to make a name for ourselves. So he gets his buddies, you know, Larry and Shlomo, and they go and knock on his door, and they borrow some of their wife's makeup, make a couple idle threats, leave no one's the wiser. That's just the well, fucking... No one's to say that. Or or also who's to say that they don't take a look at it and go, man, that looks a lot like a fender of a 65 yeah. Ford Thunderbird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But, oh, no, honestly, like, this you is guys, a child's skull, so not a piece of metal. The fuck did you hit? <laughs> I don't know, it vanished, man. It vanished. <laughs> so, Brent, you find a piece of metal that you say is from an alien craft, and you send it to John, who is also in this industry, right? Yeah. Your friends? You're right. enough? What happened if John loses your piece of fucking metal? Are you pissed off at John? Are you going to at least ask him, like, hey, the fuck happened to the piece of metal? Why isn't there a follow-up story about how John got visited by the men in black and they stole the piece of metal? There's a, a, a perfectly good reason why that's not the case. Did John disappear? No, because the men in black... Spoke sternly to somebody? And he respects his government and or aliens, and he said, yes, sir, no metal needed. All right. Well, I, I think that's the end of Mr. Richardson. Up next, we're going to talk about a former SNL man, a pop star, and an interaction with the men in black in New York City. I hope it's Beyonce. <laughs> that's after the break. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, That's on brand for us. I, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it, so... It's very high on pronunciation, too, so <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> In that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long-term retention, you know. It, and, yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do, and then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years, and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm -hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And 
I don't know if you know this, but I'm all about value. And you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I'd go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use. And we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we wanted to do this long term. And uh, it's something that uh, it works. You know, and we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this. And this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now. Right now, get now. started for Larry. Limited time. His Air Fifty One listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. How much? Fifty percent. Visit Rosetta Stone. Dot com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off. RosettaStone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. And welcome back to the show. Uh, we mentioned before the break that we were going to talk about a former SNLer. He's your favorite conehead and mine, Dan Aykroyd. Bob so Dan Aykroyd actually... <laughs> was it Jane Curtin? Who was, who was the other egg? I don't even remember. Uh, oh, I, I mentioned that there was a pop star involved as well. We'll get to that in a moment. All right. Dan Aykroyd claims to, and you can find the video on the internet. Dan Aykroyd claims a lot of shit. That dude's out there. <laughs> oh, okay. Can I say this? Dan Aykroyd is 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 one bad trip away or one crazy claim away from being Randy Quaid. I actually really bad wanted to do drugs with Dan Aykroyd <laughs> right around the Conehead days. He just wanted to do drugs with anyone right that's, around the that's, Conehead days. That's a great fucking So point. if we were I, talking I about Yakov Schmirnoff, you'd be like, hey, I want you to know. Around the Conehead days. I did blow with him one time <laughs> after the Conehead days. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yes, he's... You know, I mean, he, he's... He's got his listen, crystal I am, skull vodka. I am not 
the handsomest man on this world. But I do think that no, people... No, we will attest to that. You are actually growing your hair out like I had it in college, though, so that's that's a plus. That's, that's yeah, very I'm, true. I'm I, I, You're ahead of your time. He's, so got the, I, he's got the shaved on the sides and the longer on the top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Reverse mullet, I think is how they call it. <laughs> I'm going to walk right past that. Um, <laughs> I do think that, uh, that, that Dan Aykroyd is... If, when you, if, if you've seen Ghostbusters and that's how you think of Dan Aykroyd, if you see him today, people are, you know, uh, a little bit thrown off by his appearance. I don't know about his appearance. It's just, he's very intelligent. He's a very intelligent man. And he is very engrossed in aliens and conspiracy theories. Like I said, he's got his crystal sky vodka. The guy's, he's got some beliefs. And so, if, no matter what you're going to say, he believes it. So he uh, gets a show going. Uh, I think it was through the Sci-Fi Channel. Gets it picked up. Uh, I believe the name of the show was Out There. And so they're they're filming interviews for the show. They're um, they're in New York City. Uh, New York City. Get a rope. Sorry. <laughs> I remember. I actually kind of want that salsa from New York City. Like I don't. I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, right? how bad give can it, it be? Goddamn salsa. Just salsa Same in general. I'm okay. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it's probably from some gastro pub. They did a really good job with it in New York City. Gastro pub, probably. All right, so uh, they're, they're they're filming interviews for the show or whatever. Dan walks outside to take a break, have a cigarette. Uh, according to Mr. Aykroyd, um, he looks across the street and there is a uh, a black sedan, a Ford. I mean, he even says it's a Ford black sedan, and uh, a man in black got out of said car and <laughs> gave Dan a dirty look. He mean mugged him, right? The Dan hit he, he he no no he's still across the street he's across the street he almost crossed the street well no, and twice. he gave him a dirty look Dan turns around because he's been on the phone and he's continuing his phone conversation with none other than the one the only Miss Britney Spears Dan <laughs> Dan Aykroyd was on the phone with Britney Spears I think that's more abnormal and weird, and I want to talk about that more than the men in black, frankly. Ugh, you don't want to have conversations on the phone with Britney Spears. It sucks. And let's also point out that this is 2005 <laughs> Britney Spears. Like, has she shaved her head yet? I was going to say, is this no, pre- pre-head shaving? I don't, was it pre, or, or were we in the middle of it? I, I don't, I mean, we're close. Maybe they were swapping war stories on aliens. I'm actually I mean, a little upset. That's probably before she was given hand jobs for blow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother show. I'm just assuming. I uh, really okay. So maybe it was before her 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 true craziness. I don't I don't know. It was certainly uh, after her no peak, bearing. I think. No bearing. Uh, on the but story, yeah. yeah, the bearing is that Dan Aykroyd is on the phone with Britney Spears. I guess they were talking about something. Uh, I guess they were going to be on SNL together or something. I don't know. So when he turns back around, he says two seconds later. He said he glanced away and then glanced back. Yeah. Both the sedan and the man in black are gone. Never underestimate the staggering acceleration power of a modern day Ford motor car. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, keep it. So what he's saying is the man was out of the car when he turned away. And when he turned back, not only was he not there, that the car wasn't there. Right. So in theory, in two seconds, he got back in the car and disappeared. Or vanished into thin air. Mm. Bum, bum, or maybe he was there. never there. So, <laughs> probably more likely. <laughs> My biggest problem, uh, uh, well, I'll get to that in a moment. Hold on. I guess I should finish the story. He goes back in, and within two hours, he's talking to his producers of this show that they've been working on. 
After earlier, he was given the dirty look by the men in black, and they say, we were told not to continue taping, and the show is canceled, and none of these shows will air. Dan is is, is big on the conspiracy theory that that was a man in black, and they, and they shut the whole thing down. Um, you're in fucking New York City. Cars show up and disappear, and people give dirty looks that are in black suits all day, every day. I don't believe a fucking word of this. Well, and also, he's a big conspiracy theorist. He's probably, A, he's a conspiracy theorist. B, he's recording interviews on said, you know, conspiracy theories. Who knows? Now, why it was canceled, you know, I don't know. I don't know, because it's, it's fucking, fucking Hollywood, and, and, it's, and shows get canceled. Nine times out of ten, they don't make it to Dan Aykroyd, like, honestly, who's going to watch a Dan Aykroyd show about Men in Black, really? I don't know. Like, I mean, if you produced it now... It, no, now would be different, but, like... This is pre-Crazy Hair George Sukalos or whatever, you know, before they it became a little bit more mainstream. Maybe he would have been the crazy haired dude that we loved. Pre-druggy, jerking off Britney Spears. And doesn't this uh, also yeah, kind of feel like it just tastes a little bit like sour grapes? Like, ah, they canceled our show. Well, I saw, uh, you know, angry looking white man in a black suit. I bet that was a man in black. <laughs> I saw an angry looking white man once. It was It was phenomenal, actually. They do exist, but, you know, what are you going to do? I don't know. It's it, the problem with most of these is no matter what, if I came to you and I said a man in black came to my house and said X, Y, and Z, you would not probably believe me. You know, you would you would go, ah, bullshit, because it's easier to not. 2007, she shaved her head. I'm sorry. I was looking that up. So this is pre-head shave. <laughs> Um, I'm glad, but not pre crazy because not, no, she started. Her, she's in the. She the started on the crazy train. She, she had still. Oops, I did it again. But she hadn't like that. <laughs> right. song that de- she had. By the time this airs, if we have decent production, we need to include a clip of "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." I <laughs> hope so. Yeah, I, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So listen, I get what you're saying. I just, I think it's really interesting that all of these instances have dried up in the modern age where video and photo is so prevalent that anything that happens would be caught. That's because they've changed their tactics and they just kill everyone now who dares defy them. And then erases them from the public conscience. Well, I with, guess with time travel, do they have those with flashy time, well, thingies yet from the fucking And I suppose movies? we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> like so, I need some of those. Brent, right? you have a few more examples. Yeah, I got a couple guys I want to talk about. This one has a little more credibility. Maybe. Oh, the Neuralizer. You were talking about the, the Neuralizer. Neuralizer. Yeah, he's yeah, minutes, hours, years. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. it took me a moment. So, uh, the flashy thingy. Yeah, that's actually what they call it, right? That's what Will called it. Yeah, the flashy thingy. Yeah. This guy's got a little bit of, uh, bulk to him because it's Dr. Dr. Herbert Hopkins, September 11th, 1976, in Drury, Old Maine. Uh, so the doctor was studying a UFO incident where he reports getting a phone call from a man saying he was from a New Jersey UFO organization. Uh, he asked if the doctor was alone and if he could review research with him. Anytime someone says, hey, I want to uh, do something, are you alone? And I don't know who you are. That's a weird question. I, I actually start off every one of my conversations that way these days. I'm like, are, are you alone? Are you alone? Are and you? can I do something with you? What are, what are you wearing? I'd like to do some research. <laughs> who is that, this? That sounds really nice. So like, that's pretty much how all of them start. So I guess Hopkins, like <laughs> Hopkins, is like, "Yeah, sure, coming over." And he immediately hangs up the phone, goes to turn the light, and there's a guy walking up the steps immediately. So this is 1976. There's no cell. So phones. he was using a cell phone. Yeah, yeah. He's on his. He's on his. Uh, he was using a universal communicator. 
<laughs> exactly. There's the guy already there. He describes the man as wearing a tailored suit, bald with no eyebrows or eyelashes, smooth, pale white, doll-like skin with red lips. Wait, I, I read this too. Didn't they say ruby red lips? Ruby red. And he said that uh, the man, as he walked up the steps... He wiped his face a little bit with his hand, and he noticed that there was red lipstick, ruby red lipstick on his hand. So it was definitely like. So it's, it's it, in other words, it's Dr. Frankenfutter from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Why? Let's say. It's astounding. Let's say that this Time is, is fleeting. What was his panties like? Is what I want to know. His Madness. Pa- his panties were not, they were edible. Takes mm. its toll. They were, they were like a, a, a Fruit roll-up. <laughs> like a fruit roll-up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so here's the thing. Let's say that, uh, let's, let's suspend disbelief. And this is a fucking alien. And these people are there because he's researching something that's near and dear to them or, or it's hitting kind of home. So they're like, all right, we need to look as human as possible. No hair? Check. No eyebrows? Check. What about eyelashes? Fuck it. <coughs> I'm got pure white skin. On this motherfucker. It's fine. <laughs> all right. All right. We're sending him in. Hold up. Hold up, Larry. Or, you know, alien Larry, whatever the fuck they call him. Like, we need to ruby up those lips or no one's going to believe that motherfucker. <laughs> like, get back here. Get back here and let's put some fucking- If I know one thing about these humans, it's that they have red fucking lips. They put a little 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 dab of uh of some lip gloss on that motherfucker and send it on his merry way. No, 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 no. It's fuck me red lipstick. Fuck. Let, let's be honest. That is, it is. You, I, you're the one who wears the most lipstick out of the three of us. I'll, I'll take your word for I it. I do, and it is. <laughs> so, where are we at here? So... I just threw you off with that, didn't I? Yeah. I mean, he, Hopkins said... Are pretty. His speech They're was... They're both looking at my lips right now. His speech was expressionless and monotone like a machine. The man asked Hopkins to take out a coin. So Hopkins pulls a penny, and here's a quote from him. It started to develop a silver color instead of copper. So he pulled out a penny, starts to roll out, develop a silver color instead of copper, and then the silver became bluish, and then the penny was getting quite fuzzy, out of focus, blurred, and then it was simply gone. It slowly dematerialized. So we need to we need to play this out real quick. Hold on. So the fucking guy is a door-to-door magic salesman, <laughs> as you do. Hello, if, hello, sir. If I'm trying to convince somebody I'm serious... <laughs> I am here to talk you out of believing in aliens. I need to take a coin out of your pocket right now. Please pull out a coin. I will, I will make it turn silver and... I'm going to dematerialize your fucking cat. No, no, fuck no. What he's saying is right. Like, I'm here to tell you to quit looking into this shit. But first, you know, like, why not be like, I feel you. I feel you. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is this is obvious. The people that crafted the story are trying to show you that the alien, quote unquote, is displaying his power. I think we already named him Larry. Larry, Larry is displaying his power. So Larry and did. So, uh, what I'm saying is, why display your power with a penny? Like, oh, look, there's there's whiskers. Hey, bring what, whiskers over why here. Why? I'm going to dematerialize why? whiskers. He's a fucking alien, not an asshole. Why run a cat's day when you can just fuck around with a penny? <laughs> I mean, come on. Because fucking around with a penny 
is what is what any two two bit mentalist does at a bad comedy show. What would he have done with a nickel? Would he have turned it into a penny and made it? <laughs> so, so here's what I do. I'm an alien. I make change. What year was that? Uh, this this is seventy six. Seventy six. I mean, I mean. Yeah, that's not that long ago. Would it have been better if he was using one of those uh, bicentennial quarters? That would have been a little bit least patriotic. Exactly. That's, yeah, come on. All this right. is so fucking stupid. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's all right. Like, I, I mean, like I'm, yeah. showing you, I'm showing you how awesome I am by playing around with a penny. <laughs> so in the 50s, they were, like, dissolving fucking videotape and dropping molten shit out of fucking donuts. Well, no, 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 no. In no. the 70s. <laughs> They're making fucking pennies disappear and fucking turn into dimes. I don't fucking know what's going on. Like, they're regressing a little, like, I think. Like, we're going to go upstairs. There's going to be three men in black. And yeah. they, he doesn't say anything. He just holds up a deck of cards. Choose. <laughs> uh, two of hearts, sir. A, spot, a spotlight hits Makes him. Makes it happen. A spotlight hits him. All of a sudden, music hits. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime girl. I hope they do the kicks. So Just like that fucking so frog in the Looney Tunes cartoon. Uh, finishing this one out real quick. It says, after, after Hopkins, Dr. Hopkins claims the man uh, ordered him to destroy all of his UFO research. When leaving, the man said in a, once again, monotone voice, my energy is running low. Must go now. Goodbye. So he's fucking Teddy Rupskin. Yeah, like, so really, like, you should have flipped him around and put in like a fucking Sabbath tape in that motherfucker. <laughs> you know, just to let him, let him, let him go to town. In the Teddy Ruxpin vein. Wait, what? Sabbath tape? What? Didn't you ever fucking take a, a Teddy Ruxpin and put in, like, Black Sabbath or Metallica? No, Black Sabbath. That is glorious. Why the fuck did I ever you, think of that? What the of fuck Of course I did. I, I, you? you said Sabbath. I, th- I was talking about the Lord's Day of Rest. <laughs> You're talking <laughs> no, about no, Black see, Sabbath, the you've great got talk a, band. You've got okay. a heathen in the room, and Mr. I immediately Crowley. thought Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Yeah. I was in. I was I was all with you, man. <laughs> like, they're fucking singing about Crowley, the Satanist. No, I did it with Aerosmith. Aerosmith? You did it with Aerosmith. Like, like. Uh, is Steven Tyler hung? <laughs> He's got a Like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Fucking pennies. Uh, what? Did he get the penny back? I feel really old because I was watching The Leftovers and Liv Tyler's on The Leftovers, and she's old on it. Like, Liv Tyler can't be old because that makes me old. Yeah, we are. We're getting there. It happens. You're still, I mean, you know, she's still hot, though, on the leftovers. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong with She started smoking them cigarettes and standing on the fucking corner. I was in. You're. <laughs> if anyone's sitting on a corner smoking cigarettes, you think you're in. Well, or, or at least can be in with a, a True. Fire. Whichever one that dude killed after season one, spoiler alert, I was in. It didn't matter. Yeah. Fun, fun fact, in the city of St. Louis, Missouri, it is illegal to sit on the corner of a curb and drink beer out of a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> That's a interesting other other receptacles okay bucket not okay now what if it says on the side of the bucket pale could you could you argue it in court <laughs> I bet you could and you might win <laughs> so I know for a fact that if you pee on the corner in St Louis Missouri you will be arrested for uh, that is considered public exposure public it's exposure yeah. Yeah. lewd yeah. and lascivious conduct yes. Press. yes we had a friend who was at uh, Mardi Gras and was like behind a dumpster peeing and they arrested that motherfucker and tried to charge him with a sex crime I've got a I've got a but, I've got a buddy uh, who still is not welcome back in the state of Louisiana because he did that at the one down there in New Orleans oh my god uh, and his nickname is now Jailbird so really mm-hmm. I would I would actually like to use this 
forum as a, a way to reach out to all the government agencies and just let us pee wherever the fuck we need to pee. Maybe maybe that's just the men in black. <laughs> yeah, I mean, government maybe. agencies who are obviously listening right now. Right. Well, I mean, the, their men in black are going to show up and they may be. Let's be honest. The yet. government agencies are listening. Yeah. Oh, of <laughs> like, course. Come on now. It hasn't not, posted not, not. yet and they've already listened. Yeah. They're, they're at this window. They I don't know. know. So that's the ballad of Dr. Herbert Hopkins. That actually sounds like a Who song. <laughs> Not only did he get harassed, he he lost money in the whole I would like, exchange. I would like to point out that just because you're a doctor doesn't mean you didn't do a lot of LSD. A lot of doctors probably embrace the LSD, I would say. Yeah. So now we're going to move on to... So the first half, I would say, before break, were believable in one way or another. Then when we got to it. Mr. Ackor- Ackroyd and then we're moving on forward, they get a little more unbelievable. This one's an interesting case. So it's the uh, Shane Sovar case. This is a newer one. October 14th, 2008, Niagara Falls. Canadian side or New York side? <sighs> it makes a huge difference. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck, Brent. I'm going to assume it's Canadian side because I really want this to be I just Canadian dig side. chicks that say a boot. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm going to go with it, too. Shane's a hotel manager. Him and a security guard reported seeing a large triangular shaped UFO. Say it already sounds weird. Outside I, I the was hotel. I, I was outside with the security guard and we saw something. That's well, to try to like what were you guys doing? Exactly. Let, let's read this one. This one's got some this one's interesting. Let's get into this one. All right. They reported it to authorities. All right. So it's not just a oh I heard this, you know, they they reported it. A group called Aerial Phenomenon Investigation Team, a UFO investigation group, looked into the event. They reported that a couple weeks later, according to three other witnesses, two unidentified men in black, men in black, visited the hotel asking for Shane and the security guard, neither of which were at work. The staff who spoke with the men said they were terrifying with matching faces, pale white skin, abnormally large eyes, no eyebrows or eyelashes. Uh, when Shane reviewed the hotel security after talking to the people that had seen the guys, they saw two very large men in black matching suits and hats can be seen walking into the hotel. Now, if you Google Shane Sovar, you can see the footage. It's hard to tell how big it is. When these guys are walking in, they do in very grainy footage. They are dressed alike. They are in black suits, black fedoras. They do walk past a what looks to be an employee of the hotel, and they tower over them by at least a foot. Maybe that guy's five foot two. Maybe he's five foot five. It's not un- unheard of to have guys. You know, we're all over six foot tall. All of us in here. I'm six two. You're like six three. You're, I don't know, like six foot, six one. I was in Vegas waiting for a show and I was a giant. Everybody there was like five foot two. Well, the, <laughs> these dudes, who, what I'm saying is you don't know how, you don't know exactly. who's in this video. No, I got you. Um, and well, and along with that, perspective's a bitch. Right, so you're talking about an, right. the, in, uh, the angle of a camera pointed down and away. Well, this is something that they could. I'm saying there's an employee in there. You could figure out exactly how tall these men are. Yeah, but yeah. yeah the one, the one thing, and they would teach you in lawyer school if you went, which I obviously did. Um, <laughs> That's why you refer to it as lawyer school. Exactly, lawyer school. That's exactly <laughs> Instead of right. Law school. Um, <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, you can't trust the. The, re- the the statements of the public. And, no, but this oh, is Oh, yeah, he was, like, he was like seven foot tall. No, but I'm saying this is refutable or, or, or provable 
just as far as there's two guys walking in a hotel, an employee walks by, you could figure out yes, how tall yes, they are. Yes, they are bigger than... Yeah, bigger. Yeah, definitely. You, you can watch it. They don't look abnormally tall. I don't know. Unless the guy walking out is six foot tall, then they're over seven foot tall. All right. So here's where it gets weird. Um, the woman who spoke with the with them claimed that it, this is a fucking this is a claim. The woman who spoke with them claimed that she felt they knew what she was thinking the the whole time. Chances are, every time I talk to women, they know what I'm thinking because it doesn't it doesn't change that much. No, but you know, what what kind of fucking statement is that? Oh, I could tell they knew what I was thinking. (laughs) You know, like that's well, I mean, they were two identical twins, all shaved. She was thinking dirty fucking thoughts. I was thinking it's really fucking weird that two dudes dressed exactly alike are standing right in front of me right now. Oddly enough. Twins shaved uh, pop up every time I type T into my browser <laughs> <laughs> on my computer. Only as women, and it's usually, you know, big yeah, titties. It's a, and, it's a little yeah, different, yeah. but, you know. Yeah. So, I, again, this is another one where, you know, you can look up the, the case from before as we, we spoke on. You can see the picture, the Timothy Beckley picture. This one, if you look up Shane Sovar, you can you can see the footage of the men walking in. Um questioning and the the woman said that she said that the men weren't there they didn't believe her though in my mind if they knew what she was thinking they should have known well they really aren't here but hey you know it's so open interpretation this is one of the few pieces that has irrefutable evidence of two likely dressed tall men walking into a hotel so they got that going for them god bless you and uh two men Likely did walk in to a hotel similarly dressed. What year was that? Two thousand and eight. Was so it after like, that? Is that they is, brought sexy back with fucking yeah in sync or whatever? <laughs> wearing, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Shit. Like they they could. What year could, did you say, Brittany? Oh seven. This is post. So this is Brittany. this actually could be a, a ramification of shaved Brittany. What if there are no men in black? It's just ripples of Britney through time. <laughs> like she's just You know the old saying, uh if a butterfly flaps its wings. If a spear shaves her head. Yeah. 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 Very similar. Very similar. Very. I would like to watch a video on that or see but, like her getting uh, into or out of the, the butterfly Britney effect. Mm. So alright. John, I'm gonna hand it back to you for a second here. We've kind of touched on a few. We could keep going. There are literally dozens and dozens and dozens of these cases. Each one are usually a, a couple paragraphs. Yeah, if not hundreds. Yeah, these are some of the the bigger ones that we want to touch on. Um, we've talked about a few of the cases here. Let's talk about theories. Like, what do you think? Hearing what's going on here, what's going on in your head? Oh, doctor, let me. What's your prevailing theory on on? Let me on crack a new one for that. Yeah. I let me let me start with cheers, you. brother. Cheers, yeah. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers, yeah. Go for it. Let me start with a few problems I have. I alluded to this earlier. Uh, every piece of visual evidence that I found available that is when when I say credible, I mean credible in the pantheon of UFO conspiracy theories. Credible. Uh, none of it's credible, credible. I mean, none of it's been documented, like, scientifically. Um, pardon me. The 
as far as video or photo evidence goes, it's all grainy. It's all almost unintelligible. And you really can't tell what's going on. And I just have a real problem with that. And, and, and now that we all have HD cameras in our pockets, surprisingly enough, a bunch of this has kind of stopped and disappeared. Uh, now, a conspiracy theorist might tell you that, well, you know, the aliens or whomever, the government, uh, has better technology than we do. And so they're just staying ahead of the game. I, I'm not sure I believe that. Uh, second, um, black suits. So you're telling me that um, a well-financed, un, unanswering to anyone, that's that's probably not the right way to say it, but um, uh, uh, arm of the government or alien civilization, the best they can do to come see me or someone else who's <laughs> researching UFOs is stop by JCPenney and pick up <laughs> pick up the $45 suit special. That's the best they can do. I mean, now, actually, in a lot of these, they said that they were finely tailored suits. I'm sure they did. And the finely person, tailored. The person who wrote that after, I'm sure that <laughs> got an extra 10 bucks for no. saying that. I mean, it, it, like if you look at this, it, it's a black <laughs> suit. It, there's nothing special about it. I'm all, all and, and in most cases, a black tie with a white shirt. They, so the Jehovah's Witnesses is what you're saying. I mean, you know, think about it. You know, you throw a suit on them, um, a suit coat. So the question then becomes, what do you think this group could be? Right. The two um, that are the biggest, I mean, there, there's lots of different um, uh, theories out there. The two that are the biggest are, are, are they the government or are they uh, aliens? Um, or is it just fake? I, <clears throat> so make a case for aliens for us, John. Well, I'm going to tell you why I don't think it's the government first. Okay. I don't think it's the government because why in the fuck would you, <laughs> would the government show up, make, make, you know, kind of slightly invalid claims of you can't do this. You can't do that. Um, a few threats here and there and then disappear. They, they, and, and literally leave traces of everything they did everywhere. If it's anything, if it's not fake, I think it's aliens. Because at the very least, they don't understand the way we work. And so they, didn't, they don't find it that odd that they showed up in ruby red lipstick. They don't, I blow on power. They, they don't find it that odd that they spoke that way. What the fuck are eyelashes? <laughs> right. That's exactly right. I mean, like if there was a government employee going, what the fuck am I talking like this? Yeah, they got the alopecia brigade who's, who's, who's allocated to only go into home to home for alien... It's, you know. it's exactly right. It makes no sense whatsoever. So I listen, what do I believe? I believe it's all fake. But if you put a gun in my head and said, if there is something that isn't fake, what is it? It's absolutely aliens. <laughs> That's strong, strong opinion there. I disagree, John. I actually think if there were a men in black organization trying to keep the public of the world and specifically America blind to the fact that there are aliens out there, that it wouldn't be aliens trying to do that. They've already done everything they needed to do to stop you from seeing who they are. It's definitely going to be the government trying to keep, just like they said in the movie, 
it pulled over everybody's eyes so that you don't know what all's going on. Wait, did you just cite Men in Black? The I movie? did. I did. I, 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 you know, they, they made that point in the movie and I actually, <laughs> actually think out of everything except for Will Smith, Will Smith is glorious. Think that it's probably going to be the government trying to keep us from knowing what all is happening in the world. So just to, to interject a little bit, we did, uh, on our, our Twitter page, which is, uh, at, Hysteria 51 pod, we put this question out there and let people vote in a poll. And our three choices were, uh, was it aliens? Was it the government? Or was it completely fake and none of this ever happened? And the, uh, prevailing answer was government. And it, it mostly because, you know, they, they're the ones that control everything else. I mean, NRA and they've got, they, they know what's happening on your cell phones. I mean, NSA. NSA. The, the NRA is a totally different I'm, I'm into them too. It's all good. <laughs> Anyways. You're all nuts. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of silver bullets happening over here on this side of the room. Anyways. So the government right. is making sure they pulled the wool over our eyes so that we don't see what's going on. I, you know, I probably agree that. Most of it's probably fake. Honestly, deep down, I don't believe in aliens. I don't believe in fucking government conspiracies you know, you this way. You think that but the government the- is better at, at covert operations than that. They're Wait, not going to wear a know. fucking uniform. We find out when you people are think- fucking like stacking people up in Guantanamo Bay. How the fuck are we not going to find out they're hiding aliens? Time honestly? out. Time out. Time out. You think in the... We're looking at this last week online. A stars that are 11 billion light years away you think in the grand scheme of space we are it we are the only life there's no microbial life there's no 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 life anywhere else we are the lone little blue dot i'm just saying that you said and i loosely quote because i didn't pay that much attention (laughs) i don't believe in aliens and i'm just using that i'm asking i'm asking for clarification i don't believe there's a race of people out there that are more advanced than us because i imagine they haven't had all that much more experience than us traveling to other towns and, yes, exactly. I said town. It's like going from Aurora to fucking Glen Ellen. It's all good. It all looks the same eventually. It all looks the same. But they, they would have to have come up with, you know, the exact same type of time travel theories that we would. And there's probably three people sitting in a room right now talking about aliens and they're talking about us. So. So you're saying you believe in aliens. You don't believe they visited here. Exactly. I don't think that they've actually controlled anything that we've done. I don't think they've come down in any past and like controlled how we evolved or and how. And you certainly don't believe that they wore a black suit and no. a black fedora. They're not putting on a fucking fedora and coming in. Because if they were advanced With enough Red Lips. to do all the other shit, they wouldn't be showing up as that. All right. All right. So we've got John thinks aliens. You think the government. So I'm going to go other. I got to, number one, I'm going to say, I do not think we're alone. I I do wholeheartedly believe in aliens, and I'm going to say they've probably visited this planet. I do not think any of this shit has anything to do with uh, the government or aliens. I could go with government, but I'm going to, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. The prevailing theme in a lot of these is I called uh, Joe UFO company, Joe UFO researcher, and I said, hey, I had this experience. And then all of a sudden the men in black came or I sent this to this guy or I sent this to the, the guy or, you know, metal and things like that. And then the next thing you know, uh, the men in black are coming. 
I wonder if it's not insiders. Like the first one could have been like maybe back then. It's nineteen forty seven. The government comes out, they interview this guy. It becomes news. The uh uh alien conspiracy theorists out there uh grab onto that that idea and every time they get a hold of someone who's had an experience or anything like that, they go and they go as men in black and scare them because they know if they do that, two things are going to happen. A, it's going to push the idea of aliens into the mainstream media or, or whatever you want to call it, the main conscious. And number two, it's going to lend credence to them receiving you know, uh, the metal or things like that. It's good for business, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I'm not sure I am not eloquently putting this forward. You're saying that you think that, that your prevailing theory is that it's just other regular people from our time period scaring some of it's fraud. That's, that, that's, that's mine. Now there's other people, you know, if you go online, there are people that say that, uh, they're, it's the media. Drumming it up. Yeah, so, yeah. so, you know, um, I heard that this happened. We're going to go pretend to be men in black. And then we're going to later go interview this, this dude, this woman. And, and we're going to, you know, make up the story. And then you got other people out there that saying, well, these are actually time travelers or interdimensional people that are coming from other dimensions and, and stopping in. And uh, well, on time travelers, that goes back to my bringing up of the, Show on Fox Fringe. Uh, Fringe, uh, I believe. God, I, so many, sh- so much shit happened in that show. But I believe at the end of the day that they, uh, that the men in black on that show were time travelers. Okay, which well, obviously points to reality. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna say, hold on, real quick. The problem I have in that with all that, well, the problem I have with all that is where's the profit in it? Like, like you. Us three could decide to go fuck with people and dress up as men the in black and go is, mess with people, but there's no money in yes, it. Yes, there like, is. There's, there's no- two reasons I just quoted. In the media, you're drumming up stories, number one. Number two, if you are a uh, UFO or paranormal investigator, you get lecture money, you get money to go investigate other things, and... When you say, oh, well, I was investigating this case, and the men in black came, and then, you know... Stuck well, what, their nose no, in no, it. Hold on, I, I hold guess on. that does go on back the media to John's side, point. On the media side. Sorry, Tyler. I said, I guess that does go back to John's point about, I forgot. <laughs> on the media side, how in the world does that make anybody money? They don't, well, how, they don't report on these things. They, are you, but you don't think, well, sometimes they oh, do. Yeah. A lot of these have been in the news. I'm just saying the media of any point, you know. Couldn't make up stories to to drum up business, and we were on the same we were on the same point. Right there. I don't believe argument. that it's the media. I literally wrote that down because it's what people say this is digital like, age. Like yeah. it's, it's slowed down because now they can prove that no, there wasn't because there were six you know other what? people I with guarantee fucking iPhones. You whatever fucking it. hotel Shane Sovar works at, they have people every year and go and stay there because. They're in the alien conspiracy group, that's true. That's and they want to go there. So, like, it's it, the media could be anything in the way you look at it. Like, it, it's a way to drum up business. I'm just saying. I I, I think it. There's a lot of factors that feed into. So ways you're not to saying media money. companies. You're saying 
You're saying no, people, I mean, you're people not Fox individuals, News or companies. You're not CNN. You're Maybe. saying you're saying people, individuals, been, or companies yeah. that are taking advantage of the media. Anyone, the media, or or corporate, you know, corporate entities, big anything, business, big bum, business, bum, anything bum, like that. Dun, I, dun. I I tend to believe it's probably just the you know UFO researchers and things like that. You know, throwing a gag and trying to to get their name out there, but you know. So that uh, ultimately, your. So ultimately, I want to sum it up. Let's go this way, and we'll we'll all sum it up. I believe, personally, it's probably most of these have been um, people that are putting on a hoax. I don't believe every one of these are made up of all the hundreds and thousands of instances. I believe people have been visited, maybe early on, like the, the first one. The Mr. Doll, things like that. Maybe that was the government, and then people used it uh, as a hoax. People die, and people use that as a hoax. So people are fucking disgusting. You know, there's a lot of crazy people out there. So me, personally, I feel it's probably something like that. That's my... I'm putting my stamp on it. Tyler, what's your conclusion? After, after reading through some of the stories, and then seeing the stuff that you guys have brought to the table, I believe... It's mostly just fucking crazy people, honestly. Like, it, it seems like there's a lot of... So you're thinking they're making it up. Yeah. It, they're, they're, it's not even necessarily that they're making it up, but so they're seeing the, things that didn't actually happen. I I joked a like lot today Dan about... Like Dan saw a guy in a black absolutely. suit. Absolutely. I, I joked a lot today about drug use, and but I think that's probably has as much to do with it as a lot of it. Maybe not back at the, the earliest stages of it, but... You know, there was schizophrenia back then. They didn't have that diagnosed. You know, they they didn't right. they didn't understand that people could see things that weren't really there. Like I, you know, men in black suits. Who knows? There was lots of men in black black suits. I imagine. Like we like, we touched on, you wore a black suit to to go bowling. Every every wedding you've ever been to, you wear a black suit. Like you know, you can see right. black suits everywhere and black sedans and black cars. I mean. The Model T was only made in like John, white cars, right? You uh, just recently purchased a Ford black sedan. Yeah, you might be a man in black. Us? If you if you put on a suit, done, you're in. I Maybe, own one. Right? I own one. You're part of the club, and right? I do too. Maybe we're missing uh, a money grab here. We we could probably start taking pictures, or of maybe John. we maybe we do something in our sleep and we're not even aware of it. Shit. You waking up? Crawling we out, might be visiting people. poor people in in in. West Virginia, who have seen things, and we don't know it. <laughs> Almost heaven. If there, if there was money in it, I would join that club right now. Let's go just drive around, like, fucking with crazy people. So, yeah. So, John, give us your uh, your uh, conclusion on this. All right. So, at the end of the day, I I know I come off as a skeptic, and, and I certainly am. I I think that there is truth in everything and truth in nothing. And what I mean by that, that sounds horrible, but what I mean by that is is pretty simple. Were some people at some point visited by men in suits? They certainly were. Absolutely they were. I've seen them trying to sell vacuum cleaners. I've were seen them trying to talk me into Were they perhaps <laughs> even um were they perhaps even representatives of the government in in this case, that case or the other? I'm certain they were. Are they all related and all tied into one mass conspiracy theory? Absolutely not. There is no way that this is some some mass conspiracy amongst uh, a large government or shadow government. 
Um, Which I do believe there are large conspiracies that are true about large governments and shadow governments. And mostly I think that's probably because you want to join one. And stay tuned for future episodes of Hysteria 51 where we'll discuss (laughs) shadow governments. Hey, I'm in for the shadow government talk. I'm in. But uh, do I, you know, is this one large group that dispatches agents at any given time to go quelch um, people that are already thought of as as nut jobs? No, no, of course not. They, they, they wouldn't expose themselves that way. They wouldn't show up that way. They wouldn't do those things. They wouldn't leave. They wouldn't leave these trails. Uh, I think. I think that the accounts that we have talked about tonight are for the most part uh inaccurate or poorly recounted or just didn't happen. And uh and you know, I, I know I mentioned before if they did happen it was aliens and and I do believe that in the sense that I don't think that there's this large government conspiracy. If there is some large conspiracy, it's gotta go all the way to aliens. That's that's my point. Like it's gotta go that <laughs> far up. Uh, to actually be realistic. Somewhere Other than that, no, I, I, I think that, uh, I think it's a lot of, uh, uh, shadow conspiracy and hocus pocus. Somewhere there's one of those grays listen to this in the future, just good shaking their head. Good. Good. <laughs> like, like Mr. Burns. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> but they don't speak. It's in their mind, yeah. but we all hear it. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> We've got them. Yeah. As he smears <laughs> large swaths of ruby red lipstick on his face. Good. He's got a big swastika behind them, you know, because they, they're the ones that are working with the, the, the Germans back in the war. That's and true. The Nordics. It's all, it's yeah. all good. So, so uh, tying it all in, I guess we can say wholeheartedly, the three of us absolute experts on this topic. You can, you can, you will find no finer, uh, reconnaissance on this topic than this podcast. If you Google John Goforth, like you will see amazing man slash alien black, black flag. Expert, you probably black flag fan. I love the band. Uh, It's just a good band. You 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 know black flag, but you scoffed at my at my Sabbath Black Sabbath comment earlier. The fuck, man. I'm a punk guy. Sorry. All right. Well, so what I was saying, you know, we're all kind of feeling. We don't feel it. We're not feeling the men in black. Maybe you disagree. Maybe you think we're fucking idiots. Maybe you think we're awesome. Well, you probably think that has nothing to do with Men in Black. But Yeah. So, But let us know. Let us know. Reach out to us. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your thoughts on what we said or anything like that. Uh, if you're on Twitter, find us at, at Hysteria51Pod. Like I said, we've put up stuff about this. We had we had polls. Drop us a line. Uh, drop us a tweet. Send us a private message. Uh, we can even read your messages on air or anything like that. Tell us we're stupid. Tell us we're awesome. Whatever you think. Jump on facebook.com slash hysteria 51 pod and, uh, you know, give us a, a, a like on there and, uh, say hi. If you got any stories about the men in black, if you got any stories about anything paranormal, uh, aliens, uh, conspiracies, shadow governments, false flag, Stories about Tyler Garrison that you want to tell us. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> Anything you want to, uh, you just alienated an entire coast. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say the entire coast. I mean, the northern part of California might really, be okay with it's, that. It's like Tijuana Plus. That's really what San Diego is. And if you want to, also, if you want to subscribe to the podcast and you haven't yet, 
Check us out on iTunes. Just search Hysteria 51. Or you can uh, drop in on uh, Buzzsprout or uh, SoundCloud. We're, we're anywhere. Great podcasts are sold for free. You we, will we, will, we will take payment in the form of donkey shows also. <laughs> you're really, you're alienating that, San Diego. What happened? Do you want to, do we need to keep going and you could just share? We might need to cry. talk about San Diego just a little bit longer. <laughs> Fuck you, Chargers. So, I hate you all. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, drop us a line, let us know, and we will see you next time in our secret lair. Thanks for listening to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. We'll be back again next week with more known unknowns. If you'd like us to discuss a particular topic, suggest a guest, or simply seek some truth, we'd love to hear from you. You can email the show at hysteria51podcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter at hysteria51pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.